1: To you by BrideSide, a better way to shop for bridesmaids dresses and soon bridal gowns. They've got gowns for every budget. They actually are size inclusive and they go up to a size 28. And pricing starts at $150. All BrideSide line dresses, by the way, are under $200. But they've got tons of stuff. But I mean, hello. Starting at 150? That's what I'm talking about. Also, they have free styling services to help brides and bridesmaids design their bridal party look. And every bride is assigned a real stylist who will work with them for months, even years, leading up to her wedding. Their goal is to deliver peace of mind and happiness during one of life's most memorable moments, a wedding. So visit Brideside.com where you can sign up for a free stylist or book a showroom appointment if you're in New York, Chicago, or Charlotte.
0: Betches Media presents The Betches Brides Podcast A show for the wedding obsessed And the brides who are stressed Because after all It's only one day of your life
1: What's up, betches? Welcome back to another episode of our brand new podcast, Betches Brides. I'm your host Taylor Strecker, and today we're talking all thing engagement rings. Uh, and joining me from Lauren B Jewelry, we have Courtney Urbiz, who's a design consultant, and uh, we also have Catherine Rowlick, who's also a design consultant as well as a brand strategist. You guys wear many hats for Lauren B Jewelry, correct? Yeah, yes? me too. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for
2: having us. Yeah, I'm going to grill so the excited. shit
1: out of you guys for real, in a good way, in a good way. Okay, <laughs> we got because this. I am <laughs> I am a woman, but I am in a same sex relationship, so I'm going. Yeah, I know. Exciting, Gay! So exciting. I'm going to be proposing to my girlfriend. Okay. I'm going to probably say I have to like stop committing on the air to a timeline because like yes, I said a year last year. I know she listens <laughs> to everything. She's like obsessed
2: with it. Like, it's going to be coming soon. <laughs> so
1: I, I'm going to say probably this time next year, like around this time, maybe maybe. Even in like I don't know like April May why are you telling her Taylor stop listening her name's also Taylor <laughs> okay. Um, okay that's awesome so, so um, I have a thousand questions but also I was married to a dude okay. and so he proposed to me in Paris with a gorgeous ring so like oh I, my God. so I've got like every perspective for especially sure. on this one and this one feels like we cover a lot on Betches Brides obviously but this one for me is like the most like I feel like I'm living it so you guys are okay. going to literally be my spirit animals guiding me through this process got you we're here okay and also so you guys are you you guys are not married you are not engaged you are dating so we can all be in this boat of dreaming together yeah okay perfect okay so first of all tell me a little bit about lauren b Jewelry, you guys for those of you who don't know it's uh in new york city they have a showroom it's located in midtown manhattan um so tell us a little bit about the company
2: so it was. It's a family-run business. They had a small shop, kind of over by the Diamond District, and then a few years ago, just started um, adding on to Instagram and kind of blew up. Um, on social media. So we really? moved away from that Yeah, that little store and built out a showroom, which we now just expanded. So now we're like double the size and we've also opened um, a corporate office also in Midtown. Oh, geez. So, still, still family owned.
3: so and, family owned.
1: And, and, and would you say the credit to like the explosion and expansion of the company is like basically social media? Instagram. Instagram. Shut the fuck up. Wait, yeah. tell yeah. me. I mean, we're a Betcha, so I, sh- right, I I know better. Right. But tell yeah. me, what, have you guys seen why? Because I feel like even... Even if you're not into weddings at all, this sure. right here is fascinating from just a brand standpoint. I mean, who can't t- have a takeaway from this idea of like using Instagram to blow up yeah. your company? Like, why do you think it happened? How do you think it happened?
2: I would say well, I think that when they started it, so is kind of before like a lot of people started like having Instagram to promote their businesses. But just the style of the rings uh, alone um, set us apart from a lot of other jewelers, a lot of other brands. Um, Basically, everyone's looking for, like, the thinnest style, like, daintiest. That's really, like, the look that a lot of our clients are going for. And that, I mean, all of our rings achieve that um, aesthetic. So, everyone's drawn to it.
1: Has the business been, like, this dainty, thin type of setting, like, in its totality forever? Yes? Yes Um, and
2: no. You know, we...
3: Obviously, the most popular thing we do is a thin band. We also have thicker diamond bands and bigger stone U-shaped bands and three-row pave bands. But I would say our claim to fame is our super thin diamond pave band.
1: This is crazy because, so I've got engaged, Jesus Christ, at this point. oh. Five, 10, oh. Like, <laughs> about a decade ago. Okay. I'm dating myself. Um, Tell us about your ring. Oh, my God. It's fucking gorgeous. <gasps> uh-huh. Do you still have So, I still have it, queens. <laughs> We're going to talk about <laughs> to do with it. Um, okay. But I... So, um husband that's what i call my ex-husband okay. he was very um you know <laughs> we six, should use that <laughs> you can totally use it just credit at taylor's tracker yeah. um so he was very successful and he actually had a family friend that worked at quillot so okay. if you're if you know the gorgeous the, diamonds, yeah, yeah i mean beautiful diamonds um do they even exist anymore yes. i don't even know yes i know they I closed their know. shop on madison but because i walked by it to get yeah, my ring clean and I it was gone
2: still, yeah
1: it's still around um and so gorgeous ring um but I remember, I mean, well, it was interesting. And this is a conversation, we're gonna get into all this stuff, but it was like he, I told him what I wanted. <laughs> he resisted and bucked and was mm. like but i want to get you this and i was like we're well, not wearing it motherfucker and that's <laughs> why we're divorced now but i mean ultimately it was like he had this idea he wanted this antique setting i kind of wanted something a little bit like more um classic safe and like dainty but back then a decade ago dainty was not in it, not it was exist. like these like elaborate you know embellished a lot of, like, settings
2: filigree. i feel like that was popular like maybe like 10 years bands. ago like thicker yeah. with like different designs on the band that's
1: exactly like what that. I had and so when I opened it I want to punch him swear in his face because I thought uh-huh. I don't like the setting but I mean I couldn't deny the 3.2 yeah brilliant cut diamond yeah. that was sitting in it which was just spectacular Aww. and I never change a setting but we're going to talk about that in a little bit about what to do and how to do it we're going to talk about all this good stuff you got it but I really you know when I was getting engaged thin rings that wasn't even a thing so yeah. this is how like how newly popular is this aesthetic would you say
3: five years i would say we we kind of started around 2014
2: i would assume yeah kind of with when like the it, instagram page yeah. and, and yeah. posting that design and i think it wasn't always that way but i think that as they started you know posting and seeing the reaction from the our followers and the clientele that um that is what everybody was really gravitating towards and what set us apart so it's amazing that's just, you know we have a lot of of
3: followers from
2: Australia and the UK and
3: cool. across the country who didn't see that style, whether it be Australia, the UK or California yeah. who say, you know, we don't have a jeweler here that will do it this way. So that kind of brought them to us because even though we were far away, we were doing what they wanted. So Could it you worked guys out really well. Say
1: that you guys put like this delicate dainty, like look aesthetic on the map.
3: I
2: don't want to go as far to say I mean, that. Just now but we were out there and one of the girls said, um, my ring I just want to tell you I showed my boyfriend a picture from your page exactly so we get that a lot that people are saying oh you know my friends picked the ring from the Lauren B page and showed their boyfriend like what to go get them whether they came to us or not is you know another story but yeah a lot of people you guys are are trendsetters
1: we'll say that yeah we try Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving this because I am so into that dainty look and I'm with like you know people who are the creators of that um you guys speaking of your Instagram follow them at Lauren B Jewelry yes um Okay, so do you guys have a hand in developing this, like, this, you know, delicate look?
3: You know, we, obviously, we don't make the rings. We do help custom design whatever the client wants. Mm-hmm. And then we have a, a Benjamin who does the actual physical labor. Um, however, you know, I think our manager has yeah. the most to do with and it. And Lauren, he, too. Lauren yeah.
2: herself. I mean, she works at the company also. And, um, you know, they just kind of came up with this like our idea signature setting yeah. and years ago. And then we've just been able to kind of elaborate on it. It was
1: time. like a void in the market. And you guys found yes. it and you ran with it. I mean, yep. I think that that's the key to any successful business, right? Yeah. Like identifying the void uh-huh. and filling it. 100%. I'm loving it. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm coming to you guys for engagement rings. Engagement rings. Okay. So uh, before we get into... Uh, we have so many games to play, so many questions from really the audience, excited. and so much to talk about. But first things first, let's talk about these trends in okay. rings. Okay, so we've just, we've established this delicate, dainty look is very much in. Um, what about shape trends? Let's talk about cuts of <laughs> diamonds, and also if you could explain like what each shape sure. means, because I feel like the audience may or may not. Be, yeah, you know, oh, we just
2: filmed a huge IGTV that. video on that last week. So Perfect. everybody can look that up to understand all the shapes. But I would say trending right now, radiant cut. What's radiant. radiant cut? I actually don't even know what that is. It's kind of like a princess cut, but it doesn't have those sharp corners. It has more angular like cut corners, kind of like an emerald cut. Okay, If you can imagine what an emerald cut looks like. So it's rectangular
1: okay whoa you guys are throwing a lot of information at me and i've done this before <laughs> okay so when if i have a round ring that's just uh circle. round just round round, round is brilliant it, it's called is it just round, round, brilliant. round brilliant round brilliant and then i remember Wasbin was looking at cushion cut and he it was looking at spread. cushion cut because you actually it actually you can get a smaller diamond and it looks bigger right is that true or false
2: um, with a round you're saying a no. round if you so buy something
1: smaller it would look bigger than a cushion I'm saying a cushion can be smaller than a round and look as big if not bigger is that wrong or is that true uh,
2: i'm going to say i'm going to
3: false. say false, false. Yeah. false. super yeah. false, actually oh no i fucked up okay <laughs> <laughs> well you got <laughs> you, de- you, you got the round
1: so you did good round was good round is yes. good. Is, is, is it would you yeah. say round is like the primo in my opinion. In your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who you're asking. Right. Um, round, it's, it's, all, it's, it's subjective. It's
3: taste. Round. Why do you think round is, you know, the best? So when you're talking diamonds, you you have two categories in terms of shape. You have round and you have fancy cut. Uh-huh. So anything that's not round, cushion, radiant, oval, princess, pear, oval. princess, are fancy shapes. Okay. So round is just like the, the king of the shapes. It Simple, has its straightforward, own category. classic. It's the only one with the cut grade. Um you know a little bit of variation in the round can go a long way whereas in other shapes you don't have as much wiggle room for the most part it really depends on personal preference obviously aesthetic but round you know in my opinion is just kind of the best of the best Catherine um, in
1: your opinion what do you think is best like well, what someday the best. what do you want
2: an emerald cut
1: okay and that is not
2: a secret at lauren b (laughs) (laughs) or to my boyfriend well it's not a secret Um, in my life
1: because my girlfriend wants a motherfucking emerald cut which i I I say motherfucking because those things are hard to make look big so get you got to get a big boy exactly and that's another
2: thing there's a couple of things about lauren b that kind of also sets us apart with these fancy shapes we focus on dimensions of our diamonds so it's not just carrot it's not or 3.5 we focus on the actual like millimeters of the diamond so we're going to get like factual here but um, this actual spread of the stone what what makes the diamond you know appear this size or that size sometimes a fancy shape like right. an emerald cut or a cushion can be deeper cut stones it's just how the stone was cut so maybe it won't look its actual weight um, we have really uh, been able to maximize face-up appearance of our diamonds. That's everything. It, it, that's everything. And that's also one other thing that really sets us apart. And a lot of people come to us for is that that's what all of our diamonds are. I, like, I usually like to give an
3: example for that because a lot of people don't quite understand the spread. The spread. So, yes. for example, a two-carat round should be about eight millimeters. Like, that's what a two-carat round
2: should be Eight however ours sometimes often range 8.2 8.3 wow so they just and look there, bigger. there's two carat diamonds on the market that exist that are 7.7 millimeters or 7.8 so you're paying a two carat price visually it doesn't look that way damn right. yeah, this exactly. is
1: fascinating so where is the difference is it like so it's the top of the diamond you guys right. are better at stretching out versus other and people the bottom, who give it to the, and depth? the bottom
2: you want it to not be a deep cut stone so right. not so much weight in the in the bottom of the diamond more spread out so it's in more evenly table. distributed awesome. and shows in the, the diameter of the stone not in the depth or, or the crown or yeah because when s-
1: people look at your ring they're looking from surface down they're not looking like I mean, unless they're a total dickhead they're not like looking <laughs> yeah. at your ring like show me every angle show me of the it. profile oh that's you. a shallow one it's like fuck you get away from <laughs> well, <my> well, ring. <laughs> the other thing
2: is a fine line because you don't want yes. it to be so shallow I'm you try, start losing on sparkle okay and, and, the, oh, and so, the cut of the sparkle it's still
3: important it's we don't want it to be a pancake Diamonds. We wanted to have the right depth. We wanted to have the right pavilion angles and, and everything. And so you still wanted to maintain an excellent, yeah, sometimes very good, but mostly excellent cut. So you have to get the right spread with the excellent cut. So everyone, you know, when they're diamond shopping, they think, oh, only color and clarity are important. Right. False. Yeah. False. Yeah. No, yeah so false. let's
1: rate what's important for a diamond because I mean, quite frankly, I'm going to have to totally go through this when yes. I get rings for my girlfriend so i mean well and also i have You're something to talk about mine. with you guys so well <laughs> you know what let's get into the nitty-gritty for sure. everybody and then i'll ask personal questions sure. a little okay. bit later because i want to talk about repurposing my yeah. engagement ring it's i mean it's a 3.2 round yeah. cut diamond okay. it's fucking beautiful it's fiery and i got that shit in a safety deposit box at jp morgan or, or chase i'm in town and i don't know what to do with it i kind of want to reset don't. it my dad's begging me not to he thinks it's bad juju we'll talk okay. we'll okay. get there we'll okay. we'll talk about that but first things first so but i will be regardless of what i do with me i will be buying a ring for my girlfriend yeah. so she wants emerald it terrifies me as i'm sure you know and also i want to highly recommend everyone listening to force there's significant other to listen to this uh, because especially if you are in a straight relationship, I don't think that men are flocking to Betcha's brides. Uh, t- <laughs> t- tell your guy yeah, to listen to this episode know. because this is like, we're giving you guys a secret sauce on how to pick an amazing engagement ring yeah. and get the biggest bang for your buck because that's what it's totally. all about. That's okay. So you want emeralds, Catherine. Yes. So, um, so I was under the impression, my girlfriend Taylor wants as well, I'm under the impression that... Emerald, I'm going to have to go like Jesus, like three to four carats to get like something that's going to look, you know, impressive. Am I wrong?
2: Um, No, I think you I think you could go a little bit smaller, maybe even like the 2.5, 2.7 range, but we'll focus on those dimensions, that millimeter spread so you can get something that maybe looks like the three carat size or maybe a three that has crazy dimensions that's going to look like three and a half without breaking the bank.
1: So when we used to go in or when you go in to look for rings, I think most people think carrots, carrots, carrots. So you're telling me dimensions, dimensions, dimensions. 100%. The cut.
2: Yeah, the cut yeah. and dimensions. Okay.
1: Yes. Cut and dimensions. So when you go and you say that, you sound like that's a real not pro. That's something
2: people know though or people know to even ask about. That's right. just one thing where we're, we're just like super knowledgeable about and we put out a ton of information about it mm-hmm. and educate our clients when they come in for an appointment. But that's not something normally people would know to even
1: ask okay now also is there a carrot number that you want to give that's like minimum it should be blank carrots because no no, no. so whatever no. care works for you works yeah, for you totally. yeah we want
3: people to feel comfortable in their price ranges mm-hmm. so you know if we had a minimum you have to buy a two-carat diamond that that eliminates a lot of budgets okay and that's not something that we want to do you know we want to work with everyone and get them a ring that they feel comfortable buying it's not outside their means um You know, there are certain price ranges that are not really feasible for the market that we're in, but we do really try
2: to, yeah, to get, you be able to get a really nice Lauren B ring. What's,
1: Um, what's color and what's clarity? Do I even need to know these things anymore or is that like old hat? Okay.
2: Still important.
3: I don't even know that
1: language. That's like speaking literally old English to me. I don't like, I don't even know where to begin.
2: So starting with color. So color is the actual, um, tone of the diamond so how saturated it looks is it going to look yellow or dark how white the diamond is so that's really important
1: uh-huh. um, and do and we want it to look what we want white. to like white. white okay most of the
2: time
3: a, a fancy yellow diamond like a canary right right which is going to be a fancy stone um however you can get a lower color diamond that's still going to look yellow it's just not considered fancy yellow so the, the lower on the color scale the more yellow it will have so D. Uh-huh. Is, the
1: is the absolute highest. whitest? Ap- D's absolute whitest, right? White okay. as white. Gets, Where yeah. do we start to get to off white? Like a crew. It, it
2: depends. <laughs> so we have different recommendations for different shapes. Emerald cut, lucky for you, uh-huh. you can kind of sacrifice on color going a little bit further down in the scale because they don't show their color um, as much face up as other shapes would. Wow. So, and when I say face up, when, fun fact, um, emerald cut, well, not emeralds cut, diamonds in general are graded through the bottom of the stone, not through the top. Okay. So when we're in the lab, they're all upside down. And then depending on how well they're cut, um, they can either look more or less white face right. up. So um, that's another thing where we kind of mastered so let's say
1: people aren't going to you they should but let's say that they aren't okay maybe because of like budgets or out of state or whatever so how do we know that somebody is going to be good at cutting we know you guys are good at cutting but how can we determine that somebody's going to be good at cutting
3: this is something that i i always tell all my clients we use a a Laboratory, a diamond grading laboratory is a third party. That's so you're not coming into Lauren B. And Lauren B is not telling you this is a D flawless diamond and it has excellent dimensions. You know, it's somebody else. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So it's, you know, very honest. We use uh, GIA. I think I'm allowed to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the Gemological Institute of America. It's right around the corner, but from Lauren B. Uh Um, They are the most renowned uh, diamond grading company in the world. It's actually where I went to school. Um, So it's (laughs) Crème de la crème here It's um, pretty incredible
2: They set the standard For for grading High standard of grading There's other laboratories That grade diamonds They're very lenient So we stick with GIA Because they're very strict So they're not going to say A a J color is a G color Which would be a higher grade They're very strict Uh Other laboratories Are kind of just
0: meh Have you ever felt That fast fashion ick But can't always afford The super high end stuff? I have a solution for you At $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N U U L Y dot com. That's newly with two Us and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's nuul ycom Newly with two Us with code Brides20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, so like I'm going to bring in wine into this conversation. Good. So Italian wines are my
1: favorite. Yes. Um, and if it says DOC or DOCG, you know it's like, it's stamp of approval from yep. like, I don't know, wines are us. Yep. It- uh, it- yep. Italy. So when I see that, I know it's like this Chianti is going to be good. This like, you know, Rosa di Monticino is going to be good. So this, that, this institute is basically the equivalent of that.
3: Yes. However, that doesn't mean that they only grade very nice diamonds. Okay. They will grade a, a poor cut, J color lower than J color we don't really recommend lower than J so like K L M and all the way to Z they D- will grade all the way down okay they still grade it but however you know that the grading is reputable okay so that's what the GIA certificate means that the time. doesn't mean is, if it's GIA
2: it's the best of the best but it just it, means that it's graded it's, by the best of the best
1: okay graded by so, the best of the best so you can really trust their you exactly, know yes.
2: their reputable yes. laboratory their yes.
1: metrics if you will yep 100%. okay so we're talking about how we like round diamonds. We're talking yes. about how we like emerald cut diamonds. What are some other really popular diamonds that are super on trend right now that you're seeing?
2: So we, I think we started this conversation with the radiant. Radiant, yeah. radiant. Yeah. yes. Which yes, yes. yes. so is like a rectangular shape, like an emerald cut,
1: but okay. the Shape a, of
3: the emerald, different um, faceting of a round. So it's a brilliant the cut. emerald, it has the faceting pattern of a round. So okay. um,
2: it has- So how does
1: that differentiate?
2: a different kind of a sparkle so like an emerald cut is a step cut diamond mm-hmm. so the facets are more like parallel lines mirrored. where um yeah, yeah more mirrored so an emerald cut and an asher cut are step cut diamonds everything else pretty much is a brilliant cut stone so the facets are going to be more like blended looking like a round brilliant diamond so a radiant cut would have like that faceting like a brilliant cut faceting of a of a round but the shape of, of an, an emerald. emerald like the body of an Hybrid. emerald, with different. Yeah. Body Not of it. an
1: emerald, but sparkle of like Round. around. Round. That's great. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll look at. Or something. Maybe that's like a that's oh, like a negotiation, if you will.
2: Emerald's cut rolls are pretty specific. Oh, okay.
1: Good to know. I don't know. Anybody listening, I self don't included. Um, okay, <laughs> so if somebody says emerald, they're not they're they're not around. No, they're serious. No. That's what yes. they want. They don't yeah. want you know the redheaded stepsister to. They don't. The like, maybe
2: want a pear or a radiant. They want an emerald.
1: Cut. Okay, <laughs> for the good the most to know. Part. <laughs> I,
2: you know, I was, <laughs> maybe Taylor should come in for an appointment yes. consultation, and maybe she doesn't really know the difference. Maybe she's thinking radiant. I don't know, but um, yeah, maybe well, you guys should come in.
1: That brings me to another question. So, on trend now, how often do you see couples coming together versus like people that want to do surprise engagements? One hundred
2: percent of the time. Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, that's
1: wow. also some. I'm
3: gonna say ninety eight percent. Okay, I have some girls that come in alone. I don't. Wait, don't. How many rings
2: have you made where you've never met the girl and who's gonna, gonna be never spoken it? to her at all? Because that was me. Less I, than five percent
1: less than five yeah. percent because i think women have this idea at least i did this old school mentality of like he picks it out you know it's like that sex and city episode where it gets like the god awful ring and yeah. then he like strains it in for a good one thank yeah. god because samantha steps in stupid miranda she has no taste but i feel like this is something that's uh, tr- that's changing with the times episode. too it's it the best episode and she yeah. barbs because it's so She's ugly like it's on a big old band <laughs> and a big gold band yeah which is also coming back in style but we'll get to that it as is. well so you're you're telling me that it is very normal of the use to come in with your for for guys to bring your fiance with you and like make her a part of the process at B at lauren
3: we we have kind of
1: um a modern mentality yes yes yes. it's
3: and, and people are always saying, can I bring my boyfriend in? Can I bring my girlfriend in? Yes. Yes. Like, please. We actually prefer it because then she, she gets exactly what she wants. We start a design file for her. So uh-huh. we'll keep it for three months, six months, a year until he's ready to purchase and come back and we'll have all of the notes. So she gets to pick everything she wants down. It's to like the, a wish
1: list. Yeah. It's like the, an Amazon wish list hundred, for, diamonds. for diamonds. Yes.
3: Yeah. That, that's I think, genius. You know, there's not a not many if I don't really know any other company that does it this way and it's all custom you get yeah, exactly that's the what you want and there's this. still the big
2: element of surprise so everything is custom it's not you're not picking it out of the case and you're leaving we build everything from scratch for wow. each client wow so with that in mind I love the, that the the purchaser needs some sort of confidence about what they're picking out exactly um it's usually first appointments is either like um the girl that's coming in to uh, look with her girlfriends get some ideas and then they'll come back as a couple or they come in together as a couple we figure out style shape all the little details and then basically all he has to do is tell us when he's ready that's incredible yeah this
3: morning had a um guy come in I met with them I think six or eight months ago and he called just a couple days ago and said can I come in and he came in this morning and
1: I love it so yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's you have the um you have the comfort of knowing you're getting what you want with still the element of surprise exactly. it's the best of both worlds exactly. totally yeah. that's incredible and that's not necessarily huge for diamond right. shopping it's right. important to note that no just no saying. other yeah.
2: companies i've worked at just in the past or when i was just starting out in this business it was kind of like the guy would come in and would say like okay oh. like what's her style how does she dress like where does she shop let's kind of figure out what her vibe is and mm. then very happy in the end but this is definitely more specific
1: this episode of Betches Brides is presented by Brideside, a better way to shop for bridesmaids dresses and soon bridal gowns. They're size inclusive. That means they go up to a size 28 and they sell all your favorite designers and actually prices for bridesmaids dresses are just $150 and take note of this, all brideside line dresses are under $2 hundred dollars. That's what I'm talking about when I'm your bridesmaid. Don't make me spend a bajillion dollars. They've got freestyling services to help brides and bridesmaids design their bridal party look. Every bride is assigned a real stylist who's going to work with her for months, even years, leading up to her wedding. And they also have the bridesmaids cover too. They make being a bridesmaid easier for bridal party members. Stylists help maids get size, place their orders in time, and even help them find the best tailor. I mean, they do it all. Uh, And if you can actually go to a showroom, I highly recommend you go because first of all, they got this amazing Instagram the wall. Uh, they also have champagne and it just is like a really great in-person shopping experience. But for those of you who can't make it to an actual showroom, they offer a try at home service that I'm basically going to say it's kind of like Warby Parker for bridesmaids dresses and it's everything. And a little side note, it's founded by women for women and there's nothing better than that. Their goal is to deliver peace of mind and happiness during one of life's most memorable moments, a wedding. So visit brides com, where you can sign up for a free stylist or book a showroom appointment if you're in new york chicago or charlotte and now back to the podcast what are some trends right now for metals too because i feel like it was all about platinum 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 and now all of a sudden it's like rose gold 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 what'd you say the most popular metal is right now
3: I honestly still think white gold platinum is the Definitely. most popular. Uh-huh. However,
1: what's the difference between white gold and platinum? Uh,
3: the way they wear that would yeah. be my first. The way they age is probably the the biggest concern. Platinum is more pure uh-huh. uh, in jewelry. Um, you know, generally we use a 14 karat gold, which is only 58 and percent gold. Whereas the remaining percentage is an alloy metal. Um, platinum is generally like 95% platinum. Okay. So it's heavier. It's more dense over time. It stays super white, but it does dull. So uh-huh. it gets, it loses its luster. Okay. The sparkle. Whereas white gold over time will tarnish just a little bit. So it gets a little warm okay. in terms of the color of the metal, um, Either
2: are fine. We make both. We use both, and that's definitely like the the most popular. But a lot of our styles, we put, um, we can mix it up. So you can do like a rose gold band with a white gold, you know, top like a white gold halo or white gold prongs, or all yellow gold or all rose gold. You can. I mean, like I said, we build it all from scratch. So, however you want it to flow.
1: I'm all about the yellow gold. That's like my new yeah. thing. Um, do you think that's a huge mistake? Is no. this like an 80s no, mistake? No, where I like I'm wearing it. a hat in my wedding pictures, which no. apparently is supposedly coming back as it well. it's the
2: back. thing. It's super. It's super traditional and the way that we do it with like the thin band. You kind of get the best of both. It'll yes. be like a nice modern delicate yeah. setting, and then so yeah, Courtney has this mm-hmm. cute little like thin yellow gold band. It's on. so delicate. Um, so you kind of get like the best of both when you with. The way that we design it. It's also, them.
3: I, I always tell my people that I'm working with personally, it's easy to go from yellow or rose to white. Yes. So, say, and you know, you get it in yellow, and then in three years, you're like, oh my gosh, why did I do this? I wish I would have got it in white. It's very easy to make your yellow gold or rose gold white
1: gold. Uh-huh. However,
3: it's not easy to revert back to the, the two. So, start with a colored metal. Okay, and great. You can always change it.
1: That's good to know. Also, um, are there any trends in terms of, I mean, aside from the delicate settings, are there any like, is embroidery still in? Are like pavé still in? Or is it just like a band and a diamond and simple and call it a day? Is that the trend?
2: Mostly pavé. Mostly like a pavé, thin pavé diamond band Uh Um, with or without a halo. I think we make like an even mix of both. Uh We get a lot of different opinions about that. But um, yeah, that would definitely be like most popular.
3: The thin pavé, the super thin Mm -hmm. diamond pavé band. band. as I, I would say eight out of 10 of my rings have it. Wow. Yeah, most of mine do.
1: This is good. This is yeah. super informative. Okay, so for anybody who is maybe on a budget, design the sure. ideal budget ring. Like it would have this metal, this shape, for this reason, this carat. Give me like, in, in your opinions, because they're going to be okay. different.
2: Go ahead. I'm going to say, we're not going to go with platinum because it is more expensive, okay. the mm-hmm. most expensive. But 14 carat is going to be great. And we can use any of the colors. Those are all the same price. Um, if it's a lower budget, maybe we want to make it have a nicer presence on your hand, so look a little bit bigger. Maybe we'll do a halo, okay. a thin pave halo. It's going to outline the stone, um, outline the shape, make it look a little bit bigger. And I mean, depending on the shape, um, it, I mean, carat weight, that's all just relative to, to budget, but I would say like a halo or even a double halo, Ooh. we can do that. So you create this sort of like cocktail looking ring, I love um, it. which some people will be into.
1: Okay. So. Your I'm gonna, opinion.
2: I'm going to go totally opposite. and
3: okay. say I like this though. This is good. We're giving options. Yeah, I would say put all the money into the stone and go for a solitaire setting. Just go for a thin solitaire, thin band, uh-huh. basic prongs, and just put all of the money from your budget into your center stone. And what
1: would that center stone be on a budget? Like, what can you get most bang for your buck? Um, In your opinion. It's not really an opinion thing. Diamonds have a market. Okay. You know? Um, rounds
3: are also
2: the most expensive yeah. i don't know if we talked about that yeah. before but out of all the shapes rounds are priced out to be the most expensive there's
3: good a, to know there's so, a reason
2: for it like i said they're only with the cut grade they're,
3: so basically
1: they're just harder to get a good cut out of that's why they're more expensive yes kind of sort of yeah you lose the most
2: amount of rough the original diamond rough um cutting away to get that perfect um you know symmetry and the, the perfect round round brilliant.
3: Rounds right. will always just be the most classic, the most sought after, uh-huh. um,
2: the highest resale value. I, I
3: hate I so like that. that. That's so basically, if there's
1: a mm-hmm. budget
2: and you have a certain amount to spend, you may be able to get a 0. 0.9 carat round, but you may be able to get a one carat pair or one carat right. radiant. Great comparison. So,
1: yeah. That makes sense. Yes. So if Homegirl is bugging you for a round and you're on a serious budget, you might have to talk to Homegirl about coming up with a second
3: or just like keep your expectations a little bit lower for the round. You know, if she wants a one carat and she's desperate for a round and you might have to drop down to a 0. 0.8 or a 0. 0.9 to get her the round in your price range.
1: What stone is closest to round? That's not round. Cushion. Cushion. Okay. Visually. 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 Yeah. Perfect.
3: Um, I, however, I do want to note that cushion has many variables. Okay. Um, You have to have the cushion, the brilliant style. So it's...
2: That's very another detailed, Lauren B special, yeah. Okay,
3: <laughs> brilliant cut cushions. Um, a lot of cushions you'll see on the market are what they consider crushed ice. This means they have smaller facets that are much less attractive. It's very unappealing. It loses that fire, people.
1: if you will. It, it, yes, it's yeah. almost so, it's almost like like flat like like a
2: a watery looking appearance not like that like crisp sparkle that you're looking for right exactly these are really crisp facets
1: really good words i feel like i'm like envisioning exactly what you're talking about it's It's very helpful
2: a soft
3: square brilliant diamond would be very similar to a round however it would just be more cushion like cushiony pillowy okay yeah
1: so um one of our girls here my boss ashley hey girl um she wants to talk about um and i think this is really important too because we're talking about metals and Mm -hmm. you know and you're talking about tarnishing and stuff so she has rose gold, yes. and her ring broke. So she was talking about wearing your ring to the gym. Should you? Should you not? Like, what kind of wear and tear can you put your ring through? Do and not wear it to the gym or <laughs> in the shower <laughs> or on a doing hike, dishes, really? rock climbing.
3: Yeah. Take it off it's for yeah. real, a hundred percent.
1: Because so in my mind, like my ring was indestructible. It was Lie. not.
3: No. Not indestructible. It was not. Okay. Yours, actually, you said yours was pretty thick.
2: I don't know. Maybe.
3: (laughs) That
1: heinous setting was pretty (laughs) Jewelry in
2: general is not indestructible. Our clients would say, is this ever going to break? Well, you have to take care of it like you want it to last forever. Because
1: you hear diamonds are like, you can't cut diamonds. They they cut things. It's like, you're like, no, this is jewelry. It's delicate. Take care of it.
3: 100%. Diamonds are very, very strong. You know, one of the strongest, if the, uh, the strongest stone that Uh there is you know sapphire would be um just under that at a nine however not indestructible you can still certainly scratch chip break crack
2: diamonds Mm -hmm. um
3: we we actually but the
2: ring itself breaking i would say that that's a few things maybe she wore it at the gym or maybe if she ever had the ring sized at one point that's something else if they had to cut the ring to size it okay that could have, have caused that
1: this is a question too So for guys listening, or if your girlfriend made you listen, welcome to Betcha's Brides. Um, How do you find out someone's ring size? I don't know my girlfriend's, and I don't know mine.
2: Let me see your hand.
1: Oh, God. These little chubby baby hands.
2: You're
3: a five.
1: Six. I'm a five. No. What? Go up. Five.
2: Oh No, I'm sorry. You're on an angle. You're a five. I am.
1: Yeah. Girls, you're being very sweet. That's like saying I you look like I'm ring like ring a scissors. double zero, but I'm not. I'm
2: telling you.
3: Are
1: you sure? First of all, don't even look at my unpolished fingers they are so destructive right now. I can't not even. Bad, Girl, not d- not I win. Um, <laughs> really? They're I'm punchy, you guys. They're like little bear claws. Bear yeah. I would say my... I'm a five and a
3: half and your finger oh, is shit. tinier than
1: mine. Oh, my God. Finger twins. Yeah. doppelgangers but <laughs> well, weird it's like the episode of Friends where Joey finds his <laughs> hands when <twin> in Vegas <laughs> so if you don't know this if, if we don't have you around yeah. to just eyeball it how do you figure out somebody's ring size without letting so them know so
2: if she wears a ring on, only on her left ring finger you could bring it into the jeweler and have them measure it on their you know mandrel and their sizing system okay um other than that i mean you would just chop her
1: finger off bring it in yeah on that, the next that's day it. that's
2: her only option we're pretty good at playing the guesstimate game though I so we have feel success. like i wear a crown in that game like, really yeah I, that's my favorite game it's kind of weird at the end of an appointment if i'm not really sure or, or maybe you know she had only emailed in about designs that she liked and that's what's in her file and you don't have her size i'll just say like do you have a picture just like show, show me her instagram a picture of her hand and yeah. i will okay, figure this so out if you
1: want to be super sleuthy and super surprise her take pictures of her hand when she's legit sleeping
2: yeah her left hand her left hand only
3: Yeah, yeah her left hand
1: guys
2: generally you know
3: your right hand's a little bit bigger if it's your dominant hand uh so if you only have a picture of her right hand and you know you need her left finger size I would just go a little bit smaller yep so it's I mean
1: Okay, now I'm going to get selfish. Okay, I'm going to ask a sure. specific question. So sure. I want to talk about trends in same-sex engagements. So guys guys doing it, girls doing it. So we can use myself and my girlfriend Taylor as the, the example. So what's the trend? Do you see when it comes to um, lesbian couples, do you see that it, both the girls get engagement rings? How does that go? And yeah. what's the deal for guys?
3: I just, I've had a lot of different experiences. Yeah. You can go ahead, That I just did. I just did a same-sex um, two girls. Okay, tell. And they, they got the same cut Okay. Diamond, they both got diamond engagement rings. However, they did get different settings. They wanted the same color and clarity.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I get it because yeah. this is this is my other thing too. Is I'm so fortunate to have such a nice stone, but also w- holy pressure because I have yeah. to match that stone. This is where I am though. Okay, so I need like I'm gonna get real selfish now. Sure. I'm super specific. So you're saying it's normal for same sex relationships with girls to both get engaged, Hundred percent. And almost yes. like matchy matchies.
2: Hundred percent. I'm loving matchy, it. I'm matchy matchy, not necessarily. No, not always not matchy matchy. That was th- that was actually really nice. <laughs> they wanted the same. They're, they were the cutest. Stones. Even Stevens. I like yeah, that. That's very yeah, that. sweet. and um, oh, also, them. who
1: proposes to who?
2: They both whoever propose. decides Distortize. whoever decides first, who pays, <laughs> they pay. I mean, together, together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. One of my other experiences, um, I had two girls come in. They both picked out their designs. And then like a month later, one of the girls emailed oh. me and like six months later, the other one emailed. Okay. I'm not sure what the timeline was, if they both still have the ring. No, I, I know that they're engaged now and I think they both have their rings, but I don't know if. They both had them and then, like, gave them at the same time. I'm not really sure. In your
1: but. personal opinion, would it be weird if one person had, like, a 3.2 carat and the other one had, like, I don't know, like a 2.5 carat? Should Tell I, the truth. Don't I lie to me. At you? Tell the truth. Tell the You're truth. You're
3: going to keep your diamond from your first marriage?
1: Well, let's talk about that. Okay, so I feel like there's probably people who get engagement rings and then they get a divorce. So, what are your opinions on what you should do with an engagement ring from a like failed engagement or you know a divorce?
2: Yeah, well, if you're keeping you the ring, um, I mean, unless if if you don't like need the money to like you know kind of pick yourself up and get mm-hmm. you to your next chapter, um, if you hold on to it, you can reuse it in your next relationship or your next marriage just by resetting it maybe just doing like a totally different design as long as like both people are comfortable with that and just that's That's kind of what I was gonna
3: say you know for me I wouldn't want to use a diamond from a previous boyfriend you can say it a
1: failed relationship
3: uh, oh but I feel like your situation is a little bit different
1: yeah I know I know. So well, I'm listen, I'm, it I, might be
3: totally fine.
1: I'm open to the opinions, though, because I'm not sure what is the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. You know, like my dad is like begging me not to use it because he's mm-hmm. like, I just feel like it has bad luck on it. But I don't know if that's just like something silly that he just needs to get over. Plus, it, he's not paying for shit, so I don't really. I mean, it ends. You could care. also
2: just do something like not traditional. She could just get you a really fabulous like eternity band as your like engagement ring or right. wedding band that you could stack with a wedding band, and maybe you don't maybe like you've worn the diamond maybe you don't want to wear it anymore and you could just do something just not traditional and however do you want
3: to wear it girl
1: I love that ring yeah you want it back on your well here's the thing though I I think I miss an engagement ring that's beautiful how about this how are diamonds for resale and because I have people say to me don't you even dare sell it because you will it will be you agree don't bother selling it
2: no you're not gonna get nearly the the that he had paid for it yeah um that's just how the, the the market is when you're selling back or if you were to sell it privately to somebody you mm-hmm. could probably get close to you know the value um somebody who wants to wear it right
3: okay says you know going to 47th and trying to pawn it is not going to work for you
1: not going to work okay that's good to know though because i bet there's people that have these engagement rings and it's like what do we do um if you're going to turn to another type of jewelry what would you recommend pendant you have a
2: big diamond. That'd be a big diamond necklace. Can you ever um, slice it in half and do something no, creative with it? No, Shit. you wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> then you're then you're totally diminishing its, you its value.
3: It's it's expensive because it's big. If you had two two diamonds that were one and a half each, it wouldn't have been as much as it would have been for a three carat. Exactly. So definitely don't chop it up.
1: Okay. Well, do people reset diamonds? I mean, I'm sure you see people with heirlooms coming in and resetting diamonds. It's a very common thing, right? Yes. And how expensive, yeah. like, is that? To reset? In, to reset. You're just
2: paying for the setting basically. So it just um a setting, I don't was maybe Depends two on thousand dollars for. and up, yeah. depending on what you're looking for.
1: Which leaves more money for the second ring. You know right. what I'm saying?
3: I have a woman right now, re she is in the process of a divorce. She has a ring from Lauren B. Um and we're taking the ring and we're making it into stud earrings for her. So we found a diamond, we matched the you diamonds, found a match, yeah. And we're making her a matching stud. For her, for her original ring. So I think that I think was a, a cool I think a pendant might be like her. the most common
2: yeah. thing for like an heirloom. If you
3: don't want to put a whole lot into it. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, for her to buy another diamond to wear as a stud, obviously she's paying a lot more than she would for a, a pendant setting. So right. it depends on, you know, your price range and also how you feel about wearing it. And well, that's yeah, it. Everyone has and a different feeling. I'm resetting it.
1: it. I don't give a shit about bad luck. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that,
3: that <laughs> I would just yeah, be glad A Fresh
1: look and feel will reset it for you. Um okay hold well, on oh 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 this is another important question. So okay so now I'm going to keep my ring. I'm going to reset that shit. And now I'm going to find a budget in my mind to think of what I'm going to spend on my tailor. So I if mine's 3.2, I'm going to I'm going to have to just get her I I have to kind of match it. That I, in my opinion, it would just living with that person and seeing it every day them having a smaller ring would make me feel like a dickhead. I'm just being honest.
3: Well, it's your it's hard to compare your round to an emerald. Okay. First and foremost, I wouldn't say that you have to get a three point two emerald or bigger, three carat. What I could f- I get f- smallest
1: f- that would like not look so far off? Oh, the round's gonna look bigger than that emerald cut.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna say we're gonna go from like two point eight and up, and that'll be like comparable looking rings.
1: Okay, so now I know that's my number. That's good. What are we talking dimensions?
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, for that size stone, I want to say you need at least like nine millimeters in okay. length. Okay. No, this is good. This nine. is
1: all really helpful.
2: Yeah, it's
3: you know every stone is different. It's going to depend if she wants a shorter, boxier emerald if she wants a more elongated stone yeah you know what Um, she'll like
1: what she gets
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just kidding
1: i'm really not this mean in real life (laughs) only when there's a microphone in front of my face i think
2: we need to hit the nine millimeter mark for For that yeah for that like size range stone to for it to look like it's true weight
1: okay now we're not going to talk a specific budget but there's like a steadfast rule that the the person who's going to propose is going to be spending three months salary that's like, that's like the thing. It's like, I know. so I don't know if that like like rule lives. Rule. Some people follow it. I, I don't know. People outdated. ask us if it's, if yeah. it's a real thing
2: and I, I don't know, can you afford to spend that much? Then it's, it's up to you. That's yeah. You think it's outdated. Yeah. So this you
1: idea spend, of like spend the equivalent of three months of your salary, no. it's outdated. No.
2: Spend what you feel comfortable
3: spending. Spend I what you feel comfortable spending. Yeah. Don't, don't spend three months of your salary and then not be able to pay your rent or your car payment or, <laughs> you know, spend inside your means, get don't get what you feel like is going to look good on Instagram. Like, you have to budget it accordingly and and be comfortable with it. You know. And also, let's Expectations. talk ring
1: insurance. <laughs> yes, yes or no? For sure, hundred percent, a thousand percent. Yes. Right?
2: There's no yes. way around it.
1: Have you ever seen somebody come in that like lost their stone? Yep. What yep. happens?
2: They had to buy a new one. Oh,
1: my dear God. Yep. Murder.
2: Out of pocket. So she got double the size. She
1: wasn't disappointed. <laughs> it wasn't that sad. Actually. Like she did it on purpose. She was like,
2: I I don't know. As soon as I, he proposed and I don't know, I left it in our Airbnb. I don't, I don't know. And then she got one double the size. So it wasn't a sad story. I've had a
3: very sad story. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Katie's making it seem like it's not that big of a deal. You know, I've had people drop them in sewer grates or have oh. them stolen out of hotel rooms in Europe. And no, it's awful garbage it's disposal no awful.
1: does that it was chew a that crazy up? One. Oh, the it garbage chewed up the so setting the diamond disposal. was
3: flawless untouched oh my god lucky girl that was yeah. a couple months ago yeah, yeah she came in the setting was completely mangled the diamond i'm like oh once i loop it once i look through like a, a microscope i'm gonna be able to see like scratches or like chips flawless unreal i i truly looked i said you were touched by an touched angel. by an angel like, crazy like, I face. said that to her face. I was like, I don't know how this happened to you or, or what, but you, honestly, you're very lucky. Wow. Yeah. It
1: doesn't so
2: happen, yeah. Definitely get insured, though, because accidents happen. That's yeah. what it's for. Yep.
1: And then also, before we get into our games um, and questions from the audience, let's talk about um, lab diamonds. Like, what is that? Is it like cubic zirconia? No. Is that like a thing? What's so the deal? there
3: are a few different types of alternatives. There are lab-grown diamonds, which are
2: physically grown in a lab. Um... They are diamonds. They're, yes. they're manufactured under the same circumstances as a natural diamond wood, but they're not natural diamonds. Okay. Um, we, you know, we're not re- totally sure
3: how they're going to age over time. I, I recently took a class on them in Las Vegas. They, do have some different internal inclusions than a natural stone, so how those will hold up um, over time? No time one time will re- tell. and then Nobody value knows. over time, we d- where you don't yeah. really know what to say about that. So what like, are we
1: saving percentage wise on prices though between regular diamonds and lab diamonds? Like, is it worth the experiment? I guess is what I'm asking. I would say no. Okay, um, they're not
2: they're not cheap. Yeah, they're, they're not, not cheap. cheap. You're still buying a diamond, so I would say invest your money into the natural stone, something that you know is gonna. Maybe not hold its
3: value, but have an, an investment versus this, you know, who knows, next year, Loud Diamonds, they could make so many of them that they wouldn't, they wouldn't That's the thing, anymore. they won't be as rare if they're yeah. just going to be manufactured yeah. by
1: the 100,000. So. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, what are some good... Um, other gems that people can be looking at if they're you know trying to get something big but For they're on a budget ring. Mm-hmm. yeah
2: sapphire we make a ton i think in the last few months i've made at least three sapphire engagement rings beautiful um a lot of other colored stones there's tourmaline and morganite we do a lot of morganite rings what's that I don't it's like a know. light peachy Soft pink, pink. gemstone yeah that's it's, pretty. it's kind of like a neutral looks good in rose gold so nice. like that's pretty trendy um
1: we, we also think about emeralds and rubies i'm like emeralds? what am i 85 okay. years old Emer- over here Emer- <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, they're be- they're certainly beautiful however not emeralds are soft yeah. so they're not so practical for like
3: an every day ring. wear. Got for it. an engagement yeah. ring day in and day
1: out good to know but a sapphire is strong
3: sapphire is generally the only gemstone that i recommend. i typically recommend as an alternative mm-hmm. um because a- it's very strong it has a high um hardness scale whereas you know Morganite is a little is bit lower. Emerald is very soft. Emerald also um, has a lot of internal inclusions. So uh-huh. some people like that about them, that they look a little bit more cloudy. Um, but some of the internal inclusions are, are surface-reaching, meaning that it could crack. Uh-huh. So not only is it soft, it's going to scratch. It can crack. Not good for everyday wear, whereas sapphire is very hard. You can do it in pink. Blue, oh, duh. white. Sapphires are multicolored.
2: Yeah. They're what not colors? just blue. Every colors of the rainbow. There, yeah. tell me, blue, uh, orange, yellow, pink,
1: blue, blue
2: um, green. White. I did um, oh white sapphire.
1: Oh, shut made, up! Yeah, white
2: sapphire. I actually made one recently. Yeah. White sapphire. White sapphire
3: like. um, is a little bit different in terms of appearance. so uh-huh. It looks a little bit more glassy. Okay than a diamond. But so very it's not pretty. Gonna, if you, you find know, one that's really well cut, it
2: can beautiful. have some nice
1: spark. Like an emerald would look. I'm getting <laughs> ideas. Wait. <laughs> and percentage-wise, how much less would like an emerald be versus a diamond?
2: Just... An
3: emerald or a sapphire?
1: Sorry. Sapphire.
3: So, honestly, some sapphires are more expensive than diamonds. Yeah, it depends. Yeah.
1: Well, shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you
3: could probably, you know, debate between the two, but I don't, I don't know if you're on the it's only fair if she gets a three-carat and then you get her a sapphire. Like I just made a really,
2: really nice three-carat <laughs> sapphire ring. I think it was like $9,000. Wow. Three-carats. It was, wow. three was 9000 Beautiful stone. Well, um, uh, yeah. How low? Well that is my budget. I, mean, I can certified? do that. It was not a it certified stone. It, not a yeah. GI
3: certificate. So if you do want a GI certified
2: sapphire, stone, that, gonna be that's more where expensive. it's going to get exponentially yeah. more expensive. I
0: can't wait to...
1: Yeah. To be a fly in the wall in the conversation in our home after this podcast airs, right? I'm already. She's gonna be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Okay, you guys are so. I'm sorry, I. You guys are so knowledgeable. I love this. Okay, so let's get into. We in could do to, this all day. Well, yeah. we're, we are. I'm gonna keep you here for another hour. Oh, okay, you So it's time for bride into my DMs, presented by Brideside. Brideside delivers peace of mind and happiness during one of life's most memorable moments. Okay, so our audience DMs us. They they bride into our DMs and they have questions for you guys right. and just answer as honestly as humanly possible. Sure. Uh, question for the podcast and love yesterday's first episode (laughs) thanks what would you uh an esteemed guest host suggest i do about a bridesmaid that is in the bitter single stage of life oof so much so that anytime i try to mention my relationships last wedding planning which isn't often yeah right girl uh she gets sarcastic i mean like i've been a bride you you can't stop anyway she says uh but we'll take her face value so she says she doesn't talk about a lot she gets sarcastic or brings it back to how she's single and makes me feel bad for speaking about it to her I've known her since childhood and she's one of my best friends so not having her at my bridal party is not an option. Is there something I can say to her to make her realize she's making me uncomfortable or that I don't want to be upsetting her with my bride talk but I want her to be involved and supportive in this part of my life?
3: I am a firm believer that you just have to be honest. Like, I am, I feel like I have pretty good communication skills, and I probably would just sit her down and be like, hey, listen, this is how I feel.
1: Mm-hmm. Always um, I feel.
3: I feel this way. You, you've been way. in therapy, you know.
1: That's a therapy uh, talking. I love that it. That is
3: a Dale, Dale Carnegie. Yeah, <laughs> I did take a course on this, to be honest with you. Yep. However, if you tell her that's how you're feeling, um, hopefully she would respond in a way that she would say, I'm sorry, you know, I don't mean to make you feel that way, which I can not assume she... Means to make you feel this way, but it does seem uncomfortable and not something you'd want to deal with during this period of time. Katie, would you? Also, oh, that sounds
2: awful. But at yeah. the end of the day, I would just say to her, like, I love you, and your support is so important to me. Right. And you know, we do have a
3: very different array of people who come into the store. Sometimes we have people and we're like, oh my god, they're so in love, they love each other. Okay. Look how cute they are. And then we have people that come in and you're like, oh.
1: oh. are <laughs> <laughs> doomed.
3: Oh, why are you, you guys here? can tell i hear this from why all you like here? wedding industry yeah. experts
1: they're like oh we know who's gonna make it and who's 100%, not 100
3: 100 so we, same thing whereas um you know we have people who have supportive friends come in with them and then we have people that come in who are not as supportive oh and negative you Nancy see all, with all of a sudden her. they yeah. start picking
2: the same shape and she's like i don't really think that looks good on you
1: oh Which jealous some, bitch uh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> some jealousy.
2: you so
3: said just be honest with her and ask her to hit like, knock it
1: off. And when in doubt, (laughs) just like use your bride power over her and say, if you don't cut this shit, I'm cutting you from the wedding. 100%. That's what I (laughs) would do. That's what I would say
3: too. (laughs) Uh,
1: Okay, and that was from at Allison Mooses. So thanks, girl. And hopefully you're okay that I just said your handle and your friend's not listening. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) let's go to at Lex, uh, Lex I love or Lexi love. At Lex I love. What can I do to personalize my ring? What are the most common ways people personalize their rings?
3: Mm, Good question. Um, A lot of times you know guys will ask this you know that my girlfriend can I customize loves it? your settings she loves this particular ring what can I do to make it different um my favorite would be you know I I'm a cat lady I love my cats I would like die if my boyfriend was like I had Chuck's birthstone put inside your band or something along oh, those that's lines so good. very cute very cute like definitely personal like he thought of something to put inside and where would you
1: put it would you put it on the outside or on, on the inside on the inside
2: usually concealed yeah. so like on the inside nobody of the else bands. can see it it's yeah. kind of just on the inside personal. we Honestly, do that a lot yeah. i did one with three pets once
1: <gasps> i yeah.
2: love that yeah three pets i had cute. to find like colored diamonds to add inside yeah. that's so, fantastic as far was customizing the the actual ring, I would say just like, don't do too much. I think, especially at Lauren B, everything is custom made. So everybody is like, oh, can I add this? Can I add that? Can I, I want to add this detail on that one. It's kind of like pick something that you like, but right. let's not do like too much with like you know, yeah. all different and combining yeah. too many setting styles and to too many colors. I'm something gonna that you're going to like forever. Yeah. Yeah. so Not just like, I need to be different. Don't Let jazz
3: me it jazz. up for the sake <laughs> of
1: jazzing it up.
3: Most people, I try to tell them, they're like, well, I don't want that because everyone has it. I'm like, there's a reason. There's a reason. <laughs> a lot of people have this style because it's timeless. It's classic. It's something that you're going to love hopefully forever forever yep and it's not something that you're gonna you know get tired of in, in two or three years but in terms of making it different
2: you can engrave it you can put the birthstone
3: it. engraving yeah engraving I is very sweet you
2: can just do one
1: word and what and, and what you would know. you do a what? nickname a nickname the
2: date you plan to the propose even though that that uh, didn't go so well one time because Hotel. <laughs> the uh Bride to be's um, mother in law like blew the surprise. Uh, it was gonna be like uh, on a family vacation, and she was like, "Oh, when you I don't know." I, she messed up the date that he was gonna be proposing, so they had to reroute, and I uh, ended up re-engraving. Oh god, the ring that mother in law did it on purpose. Sides so for I'm nothing, mother in law makes for a good story, I guess. Yes. I don't
1: know. And uh, this is from at. Uh, Putting on the Reese. How right. do I take care of the diamond and make sure it stays shiny? Oh, Also,
2: okay. awesome. oh, regularly clean it. What we about have some Windex? Cleaning tips. I'm, I'm a big Windex fan. Great. Yeah, love we, it. we suggest warm yeah. water and a little bit of dish soap, like a soft um, br- br- soft bristled toothbrush, like a, like a kid's toothbrush. Yeah, like toothbrush. don't scrub it. Or, to like, death, even like, is it
1: weird to do like an old toothbrush that you have an that it's like if yeah, it's super That's clean? A,
2: yeah. Yeah, well, at least your new toothbrush. Okay. Use an old toothbrush.
3: <laughs> but like, just like, you know, the soap that they show like bathing baby ducks in? Yep. Yeah, that's good. Bathing baby ducks in. It's called Dawn. And then rinse it. (laughs) I didn't know if I was
1: allowed to say it. (laughs) I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. i will probably bleep that. It's called blank.
3: Yeah. um, That's my mom's name.
2: (laughs) I know what it was called.
3: I just didn't want to like
2: throw the brand
1: out there.
2: Rinse under warm water and make sure your drain is yeah. covered when you
1: rinse. Yes. Please, and please, and thank you. Please, and thank you. Because yes. maybe your diamond won't survive the actual no, garbage disposal. The garbage disposal. Turner, yes. yeah. um, guys, that was great. Thank you so much. And thank you to our presenting sponsor, Brideside, a better way to shop for bridesmaid dresses. Visit brideside.com where you can sign up for a free stylist or book a showroom appointment if you're in NYC, Chicago, or Charlotte. Okay, game time. Ready? It's called Bridezilla or Bridechilla. So I'm gonna give a scenario and you say whether you would be bridezilla or like go fucking bananas and be bridezilla. Okay. I'm
3: gonna be I'm gonna like this game.
1: Okay, okay. one of my bridesmaids alluded <laughs> to not liking my engagement ring and I can't stop thinking about it. Am I a bridezilla for punishing her by not letting her <laughs> give
3: a speech? Bride-zilla. bridezilla. Yeah. That's harsh. I don't know. I mean, everyone has different personal aesthetics i'm not gonna like every ring
2: i I,
1: yeah your friend's a bitch
2: yeah she's definitely an (laughs) asshole (laughs) (laughs) that's not good i
1: wouldn't punish
2: her
3: so you're
1: saying this girl is wanting to be a bridezilla and you say be a bridezilla you be a bridezilla in this situation right no i
3: would i would say relax chill out it's not that big of a deal she likes a different ring who cares okay
1: right but just but should she not let her give her speech no she should let her give her speech okay Oh, I agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. on the same wavelength. <laughs> with I say, this one. I say, punish her. Oh. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's do this next one. The bridesmaids insist on wearing different dresses, even though you already picked one that works for your color scheme. Should you go bridezilla on their ass or be bride chill and let them do whatever they want?
2: This one's too close to home for me,
3: but I'm gonna say bride Everyone has different bodies, you know. Not every size is gonna look on. Good on everybody you can do the same colorway, same similar styles if you want long or, or you know yeah we see that a lot just don't don't force them all to wear the same thing okay. you know these dresses not are not every expensive. dress gonna look good on everyone yeah, yeah and they're so expensive so yeah. be
1: brachella be, yeah. yeah yeah try to be at least or try. not like don't let them, them run the with it pick a color yeah. palette we did yeah. that for
2: a couple of weddings a couple of my friends pick a color palette and some styles maybe even send suggestions yourself so not everyone like runs with it and goes crazy and shows up in something like that them, like, you would hate yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are like nice options that i think go together and would you guys pick from yeah, these? Like, I yeah i like that don't them let in them, in them run with it
1: and last my fiance proposed the family heirloom but the ring is totally not my style am i a bridezilla for insisting that he buy me a new engagement ring yes you're bridezilla <clears throat> okay i would
3: say work with him on resetting it into something that you like more but buying you a new one seems a bit harsh i don't know how comfortable yeah, maybe you resetting guys are. it. maybe just reset it into something that you love
1: yeah, so you're, be, girl, you're being a bridezilla and be a bridechilla. Exactly. Reset that shit.
3: Yeah. Reset it, yeah. Look, you're Something to represent
2: your- their love story, <laughs> their next chapter, all of that. She doesn't have to wear the, the old ring if it's not her style.
1: Exactly. You guys are fabulous. Thank Yay. you for joining yeah, me. I feel like you have to come us. back and then share like horror stories from ring shopping. We would
2: love to do that. Right? Next episode. You guys
1: are so <laughs> great. Uh, Courtney, Catherine, thank you guys so much. And make sure to follow at Lauren B. Jewelry on Instagram and see that gorgeous, delicate ring. Yeah. And and I mean, if you're lucky enough, you get to come to the showroom in New York City and uh, maybe get a ring there for your loved one. Woo-hoo. I am hoping, looking forward to you guys yeah, will we'll help me with my again. smashes. We got you. You guys, thank you so much for joining uh, me. Thank you. And that's it for us on Betches Brides. We'll be back next week with another episode. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, and don't be stingy with the stars. Give us five stars. You know you love us, and yeah, that's it for us. Bye, guys. Betches.